and welcome to Voices. Today I'm interviewing one of our incredible panellists speaking at the UWA International Women's Day Breakfast at the University Club on the 8th of March. Krista Dunstan graduated from UWA with a Bachelor of Laws in 2011 and has recently been appointed the Investment and Trade Commissioner for ASEAN with the Government of Western Australia. She is an inspiring young Noongar woman from Esperance, and I'm very excited for you to hear from her today. Thanks so much for joining me, Krista. Nice to Thanks see you. Thanks for having me. All right. Can you tell me a little bit about your journey towards becoming an advocate for Aboriginal empowerment and gender diversity? Yeah, I guess it's something I kind of fell into rather than coming out with purpose. Uh, I grew up, yeah, as a young Noongar woman out in the regions and realised that I guess not everyone got the same access to opportunities to explore the things that they wanted to do in life and to have the same quality of education, whether that be because of things like race and Aboriginality or because they were women and they weren't seen to be kind of competing in the same fields as I sort of moved on and, and went into my professional career. So for me, um, advocacy in this space is just about people having the same opportunities to pursue their dreams and to really see people reach their potential as a result of that, which I think not only benefits the individual, but benefits us as a society. Yeah, fantastic. And um, why is equality and gender diversity important from your perspective? I guess for a lot of reasons. Everyone has something different to offer and unless we really give people to offer their full selves in a, in a safe and comfortable and supportive environment, we're all really missing out. So it, I guess from a moral standpoint, people should be able to be who they are um, freely and without judgment and without that limiting the opportunities available to them. And then from a society's perspective, we all benefit when we get the best of everyone and we're contributing and working together. What motivates you the most every day? Um, in particular, my younger sister coming behind me and knowing that uh, I don't want her to have the same challenges that I've had and I want her to, when she steps into the workforce, to step into that better world that really appreciates the diversity and the talent that she's bringing to the table. And then um, I guess she's the immediate, but, you know, other young people coming behind and, and having those same challenges and experiences, um, just wanting them to have a clearer path um, to being who they are and, and succeeding in life. Great. And what's it been like for you sort of carving that pathway? A real mixed bag. You know, I can't deny I've had absolutely amazing opportunities. Um, I've been to different parts of the world that I never thought I would, having that opportunity to raise um, my voice and speak about the issues that I'm passionate about and, and reporting to the UN in Geneva on the Convention of the Rights of the Child was one of those opportunities. Mm. And I've had amazing mentors along the way, um, Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal, but in particular people like Dr Rochelle Hume who just um, picked me up and took me under their wing and, and showed me the way industry works and the opportunities available and how to take advantage of them and how to use my voice and be a strong advocate has been invaluable. But I've also had some, um, some real challenges. I guess there's a lot of perceptions when you walk in the room and you're female or um, you have pale skin and you're Aboriginal and those sorts of things that I guess hold you back because you spend so much time um, challenging those perceptions or, or being excluded because of those perceptions rather than just sort of getting on with business and doing what it is that you set out to do and I guess um, I came up in the legal profession which has historically been really male dominated and so for women as you progress through life and more likely to have care responsibilities and those sorts of other obligations but are still 
equally as committed to your career and your profession and making a difference in the world, um, the balancing of those and the, the judgments and barriers that you come across can be really challenging. And for me, those challenges actually started early. I don't have children yet myself, but I had care responsibilities for my mum and my sister when I started my career um, and mm. found it quite challenging to have those accepted and recognised, um, let alone balance the two. Mm. You spent five years working in commercial law before you transitioned into this policy development public service role. What sort of led to that decision? I'm not sure how much of a conscious decision it was. At the time, I needed a break from the law to be able to manage those other responsibilities that I had at home. Mm. And I thought, and I was coming to the end of a contract and I thought I won't renew it and there was a, a job advertised with a commissioner for children and young people that was basically the job description was everything I did for free in my spare time, but it was a full time <laughs> role. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give that a go and, and see what they think, um, think of me and see if they think I have anything to offer mm. and was um, successful in getting that role. And that was also, again, a 12 month contract. So I just thought I'll do that for 12 months and um, step back into the legal profession after that once I get things sort of a bit more balanced at home. Uh, and, and never turned back. I guess I found that um, the public service was really rewarding. It was really uh, strongly aligned with my values, I guess, around building a community and contributing and making Western Australia the best place that it can be for, at, in that role, our children and young people. Um, in my last role, for people trying to access land in the state for strategic lands projects. And mm. now um, as investment and trade commissioner for people trying to do business in Western Australia and um, see the various sectors of our community thrive. Mm, fantastic. So impressive. And what advice would you have for someone, for other young women looking to get into your type of work? Oh, I think believe in yourself. I think there's a lot of hard knocks along the way. And it, I, you know, you can really sit back and feel challenged and wonder if you, if you do have something to offer and if, if what you're saying is, is valuable and worth contributing, or at least that's been my experience. And I think mm. the thing that um, has got me through that is not only that sort of confidence and self-belief in, in what I'm about and my values and my integrity, but the mentors and support that I've had around me. And I think that's, that's critical to success is having you know, formal and informal, you know, whether it's your friends, family, but also um, professional career, um, sort of your social and technical aspects of your career, having people there to soundboard ideas of, to understand how to approach challenging situations, to get the best out of sort of networking and communication and sharing those brilliant ideas of yours. Um, I mm -hmm. think absolutely believe in yourself, know that you have something to offer and just keep chipping away at it because if, the young women aspiring to make a difference in it in the world um, turn away from that we'll all be poorer for it so um, I strongly encourage anyone who's keen to get into this space and start advocating um, to just follow your dreams and your passion in that space. Mm, that's really good advice. I guess the theme of International Women's Day this year is choose to challenge mm. and so I think for me my challenge is uh, look around you and look at the society that we live in. And if you see something that you're not happy about and that you're passionate about, think about how you can make a change in that space. So for me, um, you know, one of my key passions has been the recognition of Aboriginal people culturally um, and historically in terms of 
where we're coming from in Western Australia, but also in terms of economic development and um, success for our communities. And when I look around, I know there's things that I can contribute in that space. Other people might be passionate about the environment, global change, young people, women in business, whatever it might be. I think, you know, work out what that challenge is for you and, and drive it home over the next year. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Krista. This has been incredible and I cannot wait to hear you speak at the International Women's Day Breakfast. I think it's going to be amazing. We have just the best women speaking on that panel and I'm so excited. So thank you so much for joining me and we'll hopefully see you soon.